Welcome back to Masters of the Cultureverse. I am your friendly neighborhood blurred, Caleb Edward Edley, here with my co-host as always, the invincible Clay Stroman. How's it going, Clay? It's going, Caleb. It's going. How are you feeling? How are you doing? Pretty good. Well, better than I was earlier today. So here's a quick little Tell tangent. Us. My fucking freezer... I don't know what. All right. So this weekend, Jessica's parents were visiting. So we stayed at a beach house, um, hung out with them, yada, yada, yada. Come back. I knew my hot sauces were here. As you know, I do the little hot sauce reviews for the Heatonist every month. Of course. Um, All ready to make my wings, open up the freezer to take them out and like let them defrost and whatnot. The freezer, I don't know what the fuck happened, but there's like fucking chicken blood all in my freezer. The ice machine looks like it is melted and refrozen there's like ice like a skating ring on top and then the ice that is in there is just all congealed together and i was like what the fuck is this shit so your freezer was just packed with ice blood well the blood was still liquidy on it so i don't i don't know what the fuck it's like it um stopped working and maybe it the the cooling the freezingness was coming back up somehow i don't know what freezing this yeah yeah, that's that's a technical term. I don't know what was happening. I smelled the chicken. It didn't smell rancid. I um, felt it and like everything. It wasn't like slimy. It wasn't bad. So I still cooked it. I ate it. But if I die tonight, we know why. It's because I ate tainted chicken. We know exactly why. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So How are it sounds you, like you're it sounds like you're doing better now. I'm <laughs> yes. doing I'm doing well myself. Good. Um, good. It is a Monday, so there's that. I'm yes. doing as well as I could be doing on a Monday essentially is is the answer i'm going to go with here gotcha that's 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 a fair answer well we are masters of the cultureverse you can find us on apple Podcasts, spotify and now you can find us on youtube i'm waving at the camera right now hi youtube just search masters of the cultureverse we're the first ones that pop up we're the only masters of the cultureverse right now it's just it's just us two that's who it is sure and you say right now as if that could change potentially in the future but obviously that's not possible well i was thinking if we wanted to pass it down to our children Pass on the mantle? Yes. The, okay. the New Masters. They can start their own podcast called The New Masters. Okay, fair enough. Like The New Avengers? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Clay, what you reading? What you watching? I am currently re-watching Mando. Oh, uh, smart. Season one. Yep. In prep yep. for Friday. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm on season... Or I, I, well, season one, obviously. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I watched uh, episode one and two earlier today. Mm-hmm. They're still really good episodes it's still an awesome show mm-hmm. um i'm really pumped for mando to come out on friday here so i just want to make sure that i'm you know everything's still fresh so i can just like dive right into it same i was watching tv this weekend i saw a disney plus commercial for mando i was like oh yeah that's coming out on friday i mm-hmm. to- it had totally slipped my mind somehow yeah yeah and they haven't really showed us a whole lot about like what's gonna actually i mean the the teasers have been short you know mm-hmm. we've had like one real trailer i want to say Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking we're going to have some pretty cool like reveals because they didn't show us Baby Yoda in the trailers for season one. So I'm thinking they've got some stuff in store for season two. Should be sure, pretty sure. sweet. Remind me, is this dropping weekly like season one or are they doing all of it at once? I believe it'll be weekly. I mean, okay. I, they were pretty successful the first time around doing it weekly. So sure. I, I didn't like know if gonna... they were changing it up. But, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, if it ain't broken. And this certainly ain't broke. So... I think, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be like the boys, you know. Each week we're going to be able to get hype on Fridays for Mando. Nice, nice. We can wrap that into our Bachelorette talk. Heck yeah. It's pretty much the same show when it comes down to it anyways. For sure, for sure. 
What about you? Um, I actually started watching Lovecraft Country. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've seen a good deal of that. I'm I'm two episodes in. I tried to watch the third. Like I tried. To, I watched one and two, and I was like, "All right, let me see if I can do the third one." And I started falling asleep, so I was like, "No, no, we can't do that." Because the show is really good so far. I like it. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be like a whole encompassing type season deal, but it it seems like the first two episodes are one thing, and it looks like the third episode because I, I watched like kind of the beginning ish of it. It feels like that's a whole different kind of I don't know chapter or story. Yeah, that I mean, that's kind of how it is a little bit. Like, you'll have to watch it to really see like how it plays into the the episodes that you have watched. But mm-hmm. they do kind of like jump around a little bit in the show. Okay. Um, but I so I've seen, I don't know, I've seen like two thirds of it. But <laughs> I've, uh, I'm sometimes I'm really shitty at watching shows. Um, I fell asleep like during a couple of the episodes, so it's like one of those seasons where what I've seen has been really good, but this like the plot itself is a little bit like broken because. I was unconscious for some of it. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a really good show. And then we know that the main guy got cast in Marvel. So they must be doing something right over there. Must be. And um, before you ask, The Haunting Show, yes, it's on my list to watch this week. Now, am I, I mean, starting you should with... Probably, you should probably watch it before Halloween, though, right? Wait, Halloween's on Friday. I know. Yeah, so I said this is week. Sa- is it Saturday? Saturday. Saturday, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. Either way, either way. I will watch it before Halloween. Now, am I we'll starting see. with Hill House or am I just going straight to Bly House? Hill House is a better spooky season show. Okay, then that's where I'll start. I'm, so I'll recommend Hill House over Bly Manor um, mm-hmm. in general, just as a show. Um, but also, like, if you want something kind of spooky, like, go for Hill House for sure. Okay, okay. You heard it here first, guys. Hill House is the way to go for spooky season. Pretty sure I've always I've already said that before. So you've, you you heard it here they, second. Or you third. heard it here second. Then you heard it here second, third, fourth. Yes. However, well, you heard it here first. It. You heard it here first, and then second, and then potentially third. Exactly. That's how it. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you just jump right into sports, Clay? Yeah. So um, we we have week seven of the of the NFL here. You mm-hmm. know, football is going strong. It seems like they've kind of got COVID under control. We it didn't really like have it. any games. Yeah, we didn't really have any games get pushed around this week, which was cool. Um, you know, we've had at least like one or two matchups get messed up over the past couple weeks because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe they have it under control. And this was a pretty solid week of football. Um, nothing, no like big surprises or anything crazy, really. Um, we, we, I mean, we had a showdown between the Eagles and the Giants. They're in the worst conference in the league, um, the NFC East. Mm-hmm. So the Eagles, I want to say the Eagles just got their second win. And they're leading the the conference or the division now, so wow. every other team has one win. Okay. Um, and I think the winner of the NFC East is probably I'm gonna go ahead and predict that the winner is gonna finish with five wins. It might be the Eagles, it might be like the Cowboys, but it, I think they're gonna finish with five wins and make it into the playoffs at like five and eleven. So right. we'll see how you heard that it here plays first. Out. You're hearing everything. Apparently, everything we say apparently is a is a first time. It's a breaking news. Yes, that's this whole um, episode. Yeah, we had the Panthers play the Saints in a division matchup. They lost. Uh, it was a really really good game. Panthers ended up losing by three. But um, yeah, we what else do we have? We had oh my god, we had a really good game last night between the Seahawks and the Cardinals. My favorite of, game. My favorite game. 
Yeah, yeah. That w- uh, I mean, that game was awesome. These are two of the better teams in the league, two of the more exciting teams in the league, and they mm-hmm. played like it. I mean, the matchup, it ended up in overtime. Um, mm-hmm. The Cardinals ended up winning 37-34. Because but, the kicker fucked up. Yep, yep. Um, but, yeah, that was an awesome game. And I had um, I had Tyler Lockett on a couple of my fantasy teams, and he mm-hmm. had 200 yards and three touchdowns. So he put up a 40-point fantasy game. So I think anybody with Tyler Lockett on their team probably won. Yep. Side um, note, Devontae Adams had 44 points for me, and I still lost. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who else did you have on that team? You probably had some people put up some duds. Um, keep talking, and I'll come back to you. I, it's hard to keep my team's you know, track on my team. Yeah. So we had the 49ers play the Patriots, which the 49ers have Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback. He used to be on the Patriots. The Patriots have Cam Newton and he was ass. Unfortunately, it was actually pretty sad. Um, mm-hmm. It was one of the worst games I've seen a quarterback play in a long time. And Bill Belichick actually benched Cam at one point, he which did. is just, I mean, we like Cam, right? We love Cam. We love Cam. I mean, he's the man. Um, I feel like you either love him or you hate him. I think we're in the love column, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was, I don't know. It was, it was really sad to watch and he looked really sad on the sideline and he did. He just, he threw, I think like three interceptions. Um, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it was just really bad. They ended up losing 33 to six. It was just an absolute domination by the 49ers. Um, but Jessica also brought up a good point about this. Um, so by the time they benched cam, the game was already out of hand. So she was like, oh, yeah. I mean, you might as well put the young guy in and see what he can do, which right. ain't a whole hell a of a too. lot because he tripped over yeah. his own feet through like two interceptions. I don't know yep. what the fuck was going on. Yep, yep. And what's kind of interesting is that we had Tom Brady playing at the same time. Uh, the games were coinciding, and he absolutely went off. Um, yeah. He, I want to say he threw four touch. Yeah, he threw four touchdowns. All of them were for, were to different players. So he's just in midseason form. Be- because I guess it is midseason. Um, <laughs> That'll and, do it. Uh, yeah, they put up 45 points and just, like, destroyed the Raiders, who have been looking pretty good. But now the Buccaneers, they have one of the best defenses. Mm-hmm. Um, their offense looks awesome. They've just got tons of weapons, and Tom Brady looks, you know, I mean, he he's looking as good as he's ever looked right now, which is kind of weird for how old he is. Um, and they just signed Antonio Brown. And they just signed Antonio Brown. Yes. I don't know how I kind of forgot about that. They just it, signed it, Antonio it Brown. It happened before. It's it's fine. Yeah, but so he so Antonio Brown, I believe he's eligible to play in week nine. I think he's suspended mm-hmm. through week eight. Mm-hmm. Um I have heard talk about like how the league maybe would um extend his suspension, maybe, but I don't think that's actually gonna happen. For and, what reason? Well, I, I think the league just hates him. Like <laughs> they should at this point. He's just been such a shithead. Yeah, I guess. But it's still and he's had up. a couple he's had a couple chances to not be a shithead and he responded in kind by just continuing to be a shithead. So yeah. um so yeah, the Buccaneers, I mean, they already have maybe the best receiving core in the league with Mike Evans and uh Chris Godwin, Gronk, and uh now they have Antonio Brown just like for no reason. So they kind of mm-hmm. seem like the Super Bowl team to beat right now. Um, sure. The Seahawks look awesome. The Buccaneers are starting to look really awesome. So, I, I mean, it's I guess it's it's kind of exciting. Although I don't know that I want to just see Tom Brady continue to win rings just on every team he's on. But we'll see. We'll see how see it plays happens. out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a super, super eventful week of fantasy. Um, 
We did have a matchup between Baker Mayfield and Joe Burrow that was pretty exciting. The Bengals mm-hmm. played the Browns, and the Browns ended up winning 37 to 34. So kind of a shootout. Um, Baker, I believe, had five touchdowns. Joe Burrow had 400 yards and four total touchdowns, which I believe is a record for a rookie. Wow. So, yeah, so that was a pretty exciting game, too. And um, I guess in that game, something to mention is that Odell tore his ACL, which kind of sucks because he was just starting to kind of like get into his stride. Mm -hmm. You know, with the Browns, he's been hot and cold, mostly cold. But this season, he's had a couple of big games and it looked he looked like he was kind of just getting there. And now he's done for the season. So that sucks. Um, Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, we've got we we're about halfway in the season here. So um, we've got a lot more football ahead of us, which is cool. We have the mm-hmm. Bears playing the – who are the Bears playing right now? The Rams. The Rams, yeah. Bears are playing the Rams. Um, the Bears are 5-1. and one. I think the Rams are 4-2. and two. Bears are one of the better teams in the league, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, I need their defense to do, like, negative points. Who, Rams? The Bears. You're playing the – you're – Starting the Bears defense, or you're playing against the Bears defense. I'm playing against them, so I need you them want to have them to do points. poorly. Okay. Yes. Yes. So hopefully the Rams will blow them away. Hopefully. Um, this I mean, is, I think it's is... so. It, it should be a game that's like it should be a high scoring game, so that mm-hmm. works in your favor. True. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Fingers fingers crossed. Um, but fingers you were crossed. asking Edelman in that league only got me two points. Um, yep. Fucking Mike Williams got me one point. Yikes. Um, so yeah, it was it was not not good. My defense I had Cleveland, they got two points. Yeah. That's that's Yikes. that's 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 that that's that's a, that's what it is. I can't even speak. Not the best not the best showing there. Um, um I actually played I had seventeen points on my bench, but Of course. Naturally. Would you have won if you started him, like over Mike yes. Williams? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well Mike Williams is kind of a bum. Um, he doesn't really catch touchdowns. He really only catches like short, really difficult passes. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have Mike Williams on any of my teams and he's like on waivers in several of the leagues that I'm in. I say Mm -hmm. several of the leagues that I'm in because I'm in six, which is still ridiculous. Um, I actually played a guy in my work league this week where at the, uh, at the start of the Seahawks Cardinals game, his Mm -hmm. projection was 95 and I had already scored like 120 points at that point. So his projection was 95. I was already way past that. So I'm like, okay, you know, this week it's done. I've got this in the bag. Right. Um, I stopped looking at it. Totally forgot that he had Tyler Lockett on his team and Kyler Murray. Mm -hmm. He ended up putting up 140 points on me because they combined for like uh, 78, I think, those two players. Holy shit. His projection was 95. So I ended up losing. I was supposed to win by like 25 points. I ended up losing by 25. Yeah. <laughs> At least you were consistent. That literally could not have gone any worse for me. Like that was worst case scenario. It happened. Yeah. Like worst case scenario and then some. Um Jesus. just like I'm sorry. Me. Yeah, just, yeah. I don't Yeah, that was that was that was not fun. Um but luckily I'm in eighteen other leagues, so there are some wins <laughs> in there too. <laughs> just sprinkled in there. Yep, yep, yep. Um yeah, I mean, other than that, we've got the the World Series playoffs going, or we've got the World Series going on right now, um, and the we have Game Five coming up. The Dodgers lead three to two right now, so that's just another piece of sports. Another just piece. Of yeah, sports. and I'm not really going to say a whole lot more on that one. There, we'll see okay. how that plays out. 
All right. You'll you'll find out who the winner is. Don't worry, but uh, Clay's not, not going to speak much about it. in that one, but we will speak on it. <laughs> gotcha. Well, thanks for sharing the uh, wonderful world of sports. You're welcome, Caleb. Anything like for you. We don't thank you. I really only do enough. it for you. Oh, and, and the listeners. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I can no, only just... see you right now. True, true. I only have eyes for you, honestly. They can also see us. Every time I mention YouTube, I'm going to wave at the camera. So, Clay's throwing up a piece for those listening. Mm-hmm. Subscribe on YouTube, please. That would be great. All right, moving on to video games. Ghost of Tsushima sequel in the works. Mm. I'm Ron Burgundy. So apparently there's a narrative writer job listing on Sucker Punch that hints at a sequel um, because it says something about a game set in feudal Japan. So mm-hmm. this could be a sequel, could be a prequel. Who knows? But it might it might tie into the same kind of universe. Yeah, and I believe I believe the first game starts, I think it's like 13th century, I think. Mm-hmm. When was I the think, feudal feudal uh, era? I think feudalism started like beginning of the. Tw- I want to say it started in the twelfth century, and the game okay. happened in the thirteenth century. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's funny is that the katana actually wasn't even created until the fifteenth century. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's one of the things about the game that's that's not accurate. The rest of it is pretty historically accurate, but but you yeah. can't have a samurai game and not have a katana. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, this period in in Japanese history lasted like 500 years or something like that. So yeah, um, there's a lot that they can play around with there. Now, do I'm you think we're going to see? Mean, it's... Do you think we're going to see Tom Cruise um, that era I of hope Japan? So. God, he is the most famous samurai. Well, he was the last one. He was the last so. one. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, here's a fun fact about the last samurai. The title um, samurai is singular and plural so the title of the movie is actually about matsumoto's uh tribe the last group of samurai yeah i'm not but everybody thinks it's tom cruise i i thought that until not too long ago honestly i think probably 99 percent of people who've heard of that movie think that well now our listeners are a little bit more educated yeah yeah if you listen to motc you are officially ahead of the curve there you go congratulations y'all what were you saying? Um, not shocking. Not shocking that there's a, a sequel in the works. Um, I think as soon as they put this game out, like they, they probably already had a sequel planned before it even released. Like they, they knew this they, shit was going to be dope. Gold. Yeah, they knew this shit was going to be dope, um, and it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. If anything, if anything, I'm kind of surprised that they're just now starting to get into it. Mm, well, maybe uh, they were taking time to work on that that multiplayer DLC and, and and whatnot. Fair, fair. Yeah, and that ended up being awesome. Have you played any of it, Legends? No, I have not played it yet. I haven't played. Honestly, okay, I haven't powered up my PlayStation in probably a month. Why? I don't what, know. Why? I've been, I've been like watching more stuff than I like. I was like hardcore playing my PlayStation like from the beginning of quarantine until about a month ago. And okay. then I started watching more things. I don't know what happened. But I want to get back into it. I will get back hey, into it. Let's get up on some Legends. I mean, it's two-player. Let's do it. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it. It's uh, two-player. Anytime this week, I'm free. Okay. I have played um, 
I've played, you know, a good bit of it. I've played a few hours of it. And mm -hmm. uh, I will say, so there's a matchmaking feature, obviously, whenever you don't have somebody, you know, in your party with you. And I have played with a wide range of skill levels, like as my partner. And mm -hmm. the last guy I played with, he, like, he could not stay on his feet. He just kept dying over, over, over and over and over again. Like we would restart the mission because he died. Like I would die, <laughs> right. I'd die after him. Yeah. Um, but like you can revive each other. And I was constantly just going over to this dude. And after we restarted the same mission, like four times, just playing on bronze, which is like, you can play bronze, silver, or gold for each mission. Mm -hmm. And um, after we had to restart like five times, he just quit. So then I, I tried to get through it on my own and I couldn't. He just fucking left you hanging? Honestly, so at one point I died before him and it was the only time I died before him. And it was because I was taking on like everyone and he was just off to the side, like dicking around. Um, I died and it made me spectate him. And this guy, it looked like somebody who had never not just never played Ghost of Tsushima before, but never like picked up a controller before. He was just right. like kind of walking around in circles, just like taking a hit. Every step he took, just taking a hit, taking a hit, taking a hit. Did you guys have comms? Could you like talk to him? So I actually wasn't, I didn't even have my headset on because mm -hmm. I was just like, whatever, this is like an easy mission. I don't really need to, it wasn't one where you really had to coordinate. It was just like, um, it was survival. So it's basically just like fight waves of people. Sure. Um, and, uh, so I wish I had my headset on cause I would have been yapping at that guy. I would have been talking some shit. Like, come what on, dude. What the fuck are you doing? Yep. You suck. Yep. Yep. I'm expe uh, I'm assuming that that's how you're going to be. I might be a little bit better. Okay. We'll see. Probably. If we'll I had see. to guess. I had to There's guess. a bit of a learning curve because they start you basically with nothing. Um, mm. you have to unlock, you know how you unlock like different stances as you go along. Sure. You probably Water don't even hurt. really remember that. No, I do. Okay. Um, you, you start with nothing. No skills, only one stance. Um, mm. And you can only use one stance, um, even when you unlock the other ones, because each one is tied to a specific sword. And unless mm -hmm. you get like a legendary sword that has all four stances, you have to mm -hmm. pick a stance to use for the whole entire mission, basically. Gotcha. So your stuff doesn't carry over from single what, player? What, from the, from the story? No. No. Okay. No. No, but it's dope. I mean, there are a lot of different uh, modes, a lot of really dope gear to, mm -hmm. to unlock. So it's, I mean, it's pretty sweet. And I've heard, I've been seeing stuff online that is saying like, this is the best DLC or like best multiplayer DLC ever. Wow. Like, what, I know. Who knows? It is pretty cool. It's pretty sweet. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, the Prowler might be in Spider-Man Miles Morales. That's, that's all I got for that. I don't have any evidence why people think that. Um, but I mean, you got to imagine know that usually... Usually when Miles is, is around, his uncle is also around, so. Well, that speculation's happening because it was confirmed that his uncle, like, is around. Obviously, we knew he would be in some way, shape, or form. Uh -huh. But in one of the little teasers, um, there was, like, a text from his uncle in his phone from Aaron Davis. Oh, oh is that, was that in the one I sent you? Um, probably. I think, I don't know. They did a few different little text conversations. I think I just sent like you the Peter Files one. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was also one where he was texting uh, his mom and mm -hmm. it showed like a text from Aaron Davis in his phone. So that's okay. why people are saying it. Okay. I don't, yeah. So I don't know if they're going to, I don't know if they're going to, I hope they kind of like build up to the Prowler in this one, especially since the main villain kind of looks like the Prowler. Have you seen the main villain? Yes. Yes. They, they're she, like, they're he, like, it's kind of like a, a team she, of them. Yeah. They're like 
they're like hooded in dark clothes, but they're, they also have like purple neon or like pink neon on them, which yeah. is kind of, I mean, that's, that's what the prowler looks like. Perhaps. Ooh, here's, here's a guess. Maybe at the end of the game, Aaron somehow gets their tech and that's how he becomes the prowler. And then that's kind of like the cliffhanger for the next miles game or whatever. I actually really like that idea. I could Good see one. that happening. That was solid. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, let's go with that. Mark it down. All right, you heard it here first. Another first uh, first occurrence here. Another piece of breaking news. That's what this uh, podcast is going to be titled. You heard it here first. You won't hear this shit anywhere else. Nowhere else. You might. Um, moving on to TV. So we have seen that the Dexter revival will serve as a second finale is, is whatever. So it sounds like they knew that the finale sucked and they're like, all right, let's, let's see if we can redeem ourselves with this here mini series. Yeah. Yeah. So is it going to be like, like a reboot of the last few episodes or the last season, or is it going to be a continuation like, like where it just, I feel like they're just going to continue where they left off and try to make it better continue where they left off and just try to like progress it into a better ending. Yeah. Like, Oh, like psych guys, we actually weren't done yet. Like there was, yeah, you guys thought we were done and you were mad that it was a shitty finale, but jokes on you. That actually wasn't the ending. It's we that, still got more. That's my guess. Okay. But I don't know. I'm not writing it. Well, I mean, I, we're both in agreement that the finale did suck. Right. Yes. And, I'm uh, nodding my head. Yeah, so I can see you're nodding your head. Well, the listeners can't. I mean, true, true. But if the you're on YouTube, can. you can. You sure can. <laughs> um, that's another peace sign for you. So oh, there you go. Yeah, so I'm excited for this. I mean, I'll watch it. I was very disappointed with the ending of Dexter. Um, it, at I one point, I, I guess, what's up? I will watch it as well. I'm just deciding on whether I want to continue where I left off or just jump into the miniseries, you know? What do you mean? Remember I told you I'd never finished Dexter? I stopped at the Trinity oh, Killer season. Oh, that's right. That oh, that's right. That's right. But I, I've read about how it ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm deciding on whether I want to go back and finish all those shitty seasons or if I just want to say, fuck it, I know what happens basically, and then jump into the miniseries yeah yeah i think i'm just gonna i'm just gonna jump into it it doesn't really matter well you I mean, basically finished it you were like one season left or something right right and i yeah and just like you no i actually got into the last season but i stopped watching like a few episodes um before it ended because i had heard that the finale was like so dissatisfying okay. and then yeah but then i like watched the end clip on youtube mm -hmm. and like like read a bunch of stuff about it and i mean it was just like Nah, that's not it. No, um, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just jump right into this. And you probably could. You probably can too. It doesn't really matter that much. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do. Um, yeah, I don't. I never really saw Dexter as one of those shows that was like up there as like one of the best shows out. It was one of, I guess, my favorite shows at one point. At one point, I think at the time ago. it was probably one of the best shows out. But there have been better shows since it. What else was out there around that time? Uh, True Blood. Which I never got into. I guess The Sopranos was probably out around that time. That that was yeah. that's universally um, acclaimed. I've never watched it. But yeah, I yeah. I think especially Showtime. I can't really think of any Showtime shows that were um, 
Uh, well, I don't time. really, I don't really know anything about Showtime, just in general. So just Dexter. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And I only watch Dexter on Netflix. You should watch Black Black Monday. That's good. That's on Showtime. What's that all about? It's about Black Monday, <clears throat> which oh, cool. is which is a it's a real event. It's like a single worst day in the stock market or something. Um, okay. And it's kind of like a fictionalized because in in real life nobody knows what caused it. It was just it just kind of happened. Um, so this is kind of like a fictionalized version of what led to that. That's all season one. I haven't watched season two yet, um, but all of season one is kind of like what led to Black Monday. So, I mean, it takes place in the 80s. It's got Don Cheadle in it, um, Andrew Rannells, uh, Andre from the league. I don't, I can't remember his real name. I think it's like Paul Schaefer, Paul Shear, something like that. Um, it's got like a good, that. Regina Hall from uh, the scary movie, you know, Brenda. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got a, it's got okay. a great cast and okay. it's, it's pretty good. Season one, I can guess for season one. It's good. Cool. And I guess that now that you like got into it, I guess I have heard of Black Monday. I mean, that's that's a pretty like well-known event. Yeah. Cool. 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 So Tim Burton is in talks to develop an Adams Family TV series, and it will be uh, set in present day and from the point of view of Wednesday Adams. Now, I particularly don't really care about this. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I was never, you know, a huge Adams Family guy, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I would, I watched it as a kid for sure. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that, I mean, this definitely feels like something Tim Burton, you know, was maybe destined to do. Of course, it's it's very much in his wheelhouse, in his breadbasket. Um, I don't know. I I mean, I'm interested to see what they come up with here. I'll watch it. Sure. I'm just not that interested into. I've seen this a lot. Not so much recently. I'm trying to think of something recently, but like there was a big, a big um, craze a few years ago where it's like take this old TV show or old something, and then keep the characters from that in their time period, but have everything else be modern day and see like what kind of craziness happens. So that's yeah. the part I'm not that wowed by or interested in. You know, I want them to do that with uh, Beverly Hillbillies. They did that in the '90s. Did they? Mm-hmm. There was a so you know Beverly Hillbillies was a show back in the like sixties, black and white, blah blah blah. Yeah. But in the nineties, they made a movie, and it was them. And the, they like inherit a bunch of money or something. They go to Bev, Beverly Hills, maybe. <laughs> I, um, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but they did it. And um, I guess I wait. You said it was a movie. Uh huh. In color. Yep, in color. The dude. Because okay. I used to watch the show on TV, the like original black and white show. Uh huh. Um, the guy who played Ernest, what is his name? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, he's, he's, uh, what's his name? Jed, Jim Varney. That's his name. RIP. He was also Slinky Dog, you know? Um, okay. So he, he was, he was Jed Clampett in it. And let's see if there's anybody. Diedrich Bader. Do you know, you know that guy? No. You know familiar. him if you saw him. He's like in a bunch of stuff. He's Rex from Napoleon Dynamite. Um, okay. The security guard in Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a lot of, uh, what do you call it, 90s, like golden, like when the 90s was their bread and butter, it's a lot of those actors. Yeah. But yeah, okay. it exists. Well, okay, they beat me to the punch. They did. Well, maybe, a you long know, time it's, ago. 
they're going to fucking redo it again here in the next five years, I bet. Yeah, but I want them to do it as like a Fast and Furious style blockbuster. <laughs> How would that look? Describe it to me. Um, well, the Beverly Hillbillies, instead of... they Okay, so it's it's kind of a similar premise, right? So they, they came into all this money, they moved into this mansion in Beverly Hills, but the mansion they move into just has like jets and supercars and tanks and shit all in it. And mm-hmm. they figure out, oh wait, we just inherited a mansion from like the um, secret director of um i don't know space force some shit and i'd watch it and they basically have to like they find themselves caught up in this like world ending plot um Mm -hmm. from a foreign uh a foreign aggressor and Mm -hmm. they basically have to become they have to band together and pretty much become the beverly uh hillbilly avengers all right all right i like it yeah dark and gritty oh (laughs) I mean, is there any other way? Not not on this podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dark and gritty, Avengers style action, Fast and Furious style nonsense. Um we'll throw some quips in there just to keep it light. Of course. But of course. overall it's gonna be pretty heavy. It's gonna be pretty dark. It's gonna be pretty gritty. All right. All right. Yeah. I can't wait to yeah. see it. Coming to I mean, a this, theater near you. Yeah, yeah. Whenever theaters are a thing again at some point, hopefully. Hopefully soon. Yeah, we'll see. Moving on. Falcon and Winter Soldier will bring back early MCU characters. And I was curious, what early MCU character would Clay like to see? I want to see I want to see Trevor from Iron Man 2. Trevor Slattery. Iron Man 3? He was the fake. He was the fake. Um, oh, Iron Man 3. My bad. Yeah, he was the fake Mandarin. Yes. We see that guy. I but think he's dead. But we figure, how do we know? The one shot, all hail the king. Oh, he died in that? Because I never saw that. I want to say he did. I want to say the real Mandarin was pissed that he was impersonating him and sent an agent in to kill him. Like the whole one shot is Trevor giving this like interview from jail to, uh, I think the guy says he's writing a book or something. I can't really remember. But it turns yeah. out that he's actually... Uh, in the Ten Rings, and the Mandarin has sent him there to kill Trevor, and he does that at the end of the one shot. Okay, well, there you have it. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, um, that the snap brought him back or something, and now he's a mutant. Okay. Now he's an unstoppable force. Uh, Who do you want to see come back? I was thinking about that, and I don't know. I would like more Hulk connection mm-hmm. excuse me so maybe betty but like i don't know what she would do in falcon and the winter soldier you know there's no yeah hulk um right but i i do miss i feel like the, they they treat the hulk kind of like the stepchild which i mean it is kind of the stepchild but like that movie not the actual character yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a, it's like unofficial well it's, it is officially in the in the mcu but it feels like it's not exactly because um, it was so a, I, I obviously feel a different actor. A bit. Yeah. Um, um, so, so I so. I actually, I just, who did I just think of? I would like to see more of Justin Hammer. I would Iron I would Man like 2. to see him, yeah. Yeah, from Iron Man 2. You know, he was, he obviously owns Hammer Enterprises, which is like Stark, you know, weapons manufacturing, uh, competing mm-hmm. with Stark Industries. And 
they actually used his weapons in the Luke Cage show on Netflix. Like there were hammer weapons being chopped around and one of them could actually like penetrate Luke Cage's skin, which like mm-hmm. he has bulletproof skin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd like to see that guy back. I'd like to see him back, especially since it's Sam Rockwell. Yeah, I love Sam Rockwell. He was He's also the in the one shot, All Hell the King. He's in the Ooh, same jail with, with Trevor. Interesting. Okay. Um, and I was just reading. So Trevor is not dead, so it might be possible to see him. Um, what happens at the end? Is this is this going to spoil you? This came out in like 2014. No, it's not going to spoil All me. All right. So uh, I was right. The guy interviewing him is part of the Ten Rings, but he's not sent there to kill Trevor. He's sent there to break him out so that he can meet the actual Mandarin. Hmm. So it's a little deeper than we thought. Yeah. So then we probably should be seeing him again. Yeah. Aren't we seeing the Mandarin in, um, what is the, the Shang-Chi? Yes. Um, we're, yeah. so maybe we'll see Ten, Trevor there. 10 rings are definitely a part of that, right? Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So maybe we see a little bit of Trevor in, in Falcon and the winter soldier, mm-hmm. which possibly leads into Shang-Chi. When is that supposed to come out? 2022? Um, I think it's in the future. Sometime in the future. Definitely not in the past. No, I don't think so. Twenty safe to say. Okay. Um, are there any like like heroes that were in earlier movies that we haven't seen in a long time? Not that I can think of. I mean Infinity War brought everybody in, right? That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I would I would like to see Lady Sif from Thor, but we won't see her in that. We might see her in like Love and Thunder or something. R.I.P. to the the Heroes 3, by the way. Right. Lady Sif, she was lucky that she was somewhere else. Busy filming that TV show that she does. Right, right. She was like the main character on that show, right? Yeah. She's got all the tattoos or whatever. What's it called? Blindspot? I think it's called Blindspot, yeah. Yeah. Never got into it, but... Never watched it, no. Um, No, no. But But I like Lady Sif. Yeah, she's cool. I liked all. I liked Lady Sif and the Heroes Three. They should have had their own spinoff or something, like a little one shot or something. They should have. They should have. And the way they went out was was pretty. I don't know. I don't know it, it was, was shitty, shitty, right? Yeah, yeah. They. Yeah, it was she, just like they were just like written off like it was nothing. Exactly. I didn't yeah. like that. That's yeah. like one of the only things I don't like about that movie. Literally, um, Hela walks in and just kills two of them immediately. Boom. Yeah. Two of Thor's best friends. Boom. And then Hogan, he he fucking wit, spins his flail around for like ten seconds, and then he gets got. Technically, he did put up a good fight. I mean, he was she killed like two hundred um, Asgardian warriors in that scene, and he was the last one standing after being the first one to attack her. So sure, he did put up a good fight, but ultimately he just died unceremoniously, like everyone else. Maybe maybe they'll come back. Maybe they're not actually dead. Maybe she just like wounded them really bad. Kind of seems like she Asgardians. was killing people for sure. I think she killed dream. a lot of people in that scene. Let me dream. Okay. All right. You have your dreams. <laughs> Who am I? Who am I to to step on your aspirations, man? Thanks. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's I'm interested. Like, what do they mean earlier characters? Like that reporter who slept with Tony after she interviewed him and was there at the end of Iron Man one. Is that who's coming? Ooh, back? baby girl. What's her name? Baby girl? I think so. I think that's her. I think that's her superhero name. Um, um, baby girl. What if we see, I mean, we could see, 
Uh, that kid Harley, he could do something oh, at yeah, some he point. He could come back. He could come back. We saw him at the funeral. Right, right. Looked like a completely different dude. He did. It took me a minute to realize who the fuck that was. Yeah, yeah. I was like, who the fuck? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Someone's got to take up the mantle. Well, I thought they were going to do a Ironheart type deal. With Riri? Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. I've I've seen people say, like, they shouldn't have Shuri do that. But no, she's got other things to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can't just have Shuri do everything. Obviously, mm-hmm. people are saying that Shuri should take over the Black Panther mantle, too, which she does in the comics. She does. Um, and Letitia Wright said, I'm still grieving over here. Give me some time. Not even Right, about right. That. Yeah, they're not, they're not worried about, like, producing a sequel right now. No. That's... R.I.P. Chadwick. R.I.P. Um, Chadwick the King. Yes. Wakanda forever. Oh, I just hit my mic. Um, Oscar Isaac is in talks to play Moon Knight, who I mistakenly thought Kit Harrington was playing, but he's playing Black Knight. Black Knight. Knight. We've yeah. we've talked about Kit Har- We talked about Kit Harrington. I want to say last week. We did, last- and because I said I thought he was yeah. playing Moon Knight, but I was confusing the two knights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, this Oscar Isaac news is. Pretty sweet. Yeah, this is I'll awesome. Say. I like yeah. Oscar Isaac a lot. He's a great actor. Um, Moon Knight's a really cool character that people have been like yelling for for a long time. Like, give us Moon Knight, and now we have a show in the works. Which give us I mean, Moon Knight. Give us Moon Knight or give us death. Um, I've got some info on Moon Knight here for people who don't know, because I didn't off. know. Like, I was not the uh, I was not well versed in Moon Knight before. I know I know a good bit about him, but let's let's hear your stats. Let's hear. All right, your, tell me if I word. tell you anything you didn't know. Okay. All right, so Moon Knight, Mark Spector, aka Moon Knight, is Im- <laughs> is imbued <laughs> with a sliver of the Egyptian moon god Khonshu's power. Lunar strength increases his abilities under the moonlight. Now he has immortality. He has been brought back to life by Kanashu on numerous occasions. He's got phase transformation. He goes through solid objects while transforming into his caped semblance. Necromancy. He can control an entire army of undead mummies. Power absorption. He has absorbed the mystical powers of the Iron Fist, the Sorcerer Supreme, and Ghost Rider's Spirit of Vengeance. He's got Lunakinesis, the ability to control the universe's different moons and objects made out of them. And his weapons, he utilizes web shooters that mimic Spider-Man's, an energy shield similar to Captain America's vibranium shield, and retractable claws like Wolverine. Did you learn anything? So if you guys didn't take anything, if you guys can take anything away from what Caleb just said, this dude is a dope-ass character. Yeah, he just takes all the best parts of all the characters that we love and just combine them into one. Yeah, and what's also cool, and I'm kind of surprised that you didn't say it, is that Mark Spector, a.k.a. Moon Knight, is kind of schizophrenic. Oh, is he? So, yeah, so that's that's like a big part of his character, too. Um, he's got like kind of like a dual personality type thing. So that's what Oscar Isaac will be trying to um, translate for us. It'll be cool. Interesting. It'll be, that I mean, will be fun. This is definitely one of my most anticipated um, Marvel properties in general coming out. Yeah. No, I'm excited, yeah. especially after seeing the Oscar. Like, I was already excited, but then seeing the Oscar Isaac news, I was really excited. Yeah, and everyone um, on, like, Reddit, just on the internet in general, was calling for Keanu to play this role, which I think he'd be really good at. But, yeah. um, but I mean, Oscar Isaac, like, that dude's the man. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. 
Um, and now we can we can save Keanu for like Silver Surfer or something like that. Interesting. I never thought about uh, Keanu or maybe or maybe a, maybe a Ghost Rider reboot. Oh, I'd like that better. I think. I I actually think that I mean, personality wise, Keanu's a, a little bit wooden, right? Sure. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I feel like plays a little bit better into into Silver Surfer, who's who's pretty like flat in just the way that he like expresses mm-hmm. himself. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but then Ghost Rider, I guess he really only kind of has one one personality too. He's just Madden on fire. Ooh. So didn't we see Ghost Rider in Agents of Shield? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They did the they did like the newer version of Ghost Rider from the current comics, which not, is not the uh, which Johnny is different Blaze version. Yeah, not Johnny Blaze. I forget what his name is. Um, was it like Diego something? Uh, yeah, Diego, I believe. Something um, like that. Yeah, I can't remember either. Yeah, he looks. I think he looks cooler. I mean, he's got like a really dope ass mask. He drive. He doesn't ride the motorcycle. He drives a a muscle car that's like on fire. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. I was honestly, I was never really that into Ghost Rider, but I wasn't either. Especially, I mean, those movies were fucking awful <laughs> with Nick Cage. I mean, yes. Look, Nick Cage, dude's a god. Whatever, but those movies sucked. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Power Rangers to have a connected film and TV universe. So it's the end of the fucking world creator Jonathan Entwistle put in charge of developing film and TV projects in an effort to connect all stories. Now, what I want to know is if they're going to like, not necessarily like scrap all the old like Mighty Morphin and all the stuff we grew up with, but are they going to say like that stuff exists, but this is like its own new Power Ranger universe and do like new TV shows, new movies there. So that's what that's what I was wondering, you know, when this news came down. Mm-hmm. I would, I don't know. It would. I feel like it would make sense for them to start something new, but loosely tied into like the classics, if they can. Mm-hmm. Um, um. So yeah, I think I'm kind of on the same ish page. I'm gonna explain what I would like to see. You tell me if this is kind of similar to what you're, um, what you're pot, what you're saying here. Um. I was so. Let me start by saying the movie that came out in 2016, that was kind of like a reboot. It it was like the same names as the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It was kind of like the retelling of that story in modern times, right? Yep. So what I'd want to see is like, fuck all that. I want to see like the old stuff, like that all happened, but we're starting new. Like they can still be Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Like, Like go back to the original Tyrannosaurus, blah, 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 blah. But they're new characters and then we can see... Yes, there it is. We can see, um, like, some of the older guys, like, pop in and out, you know, train the newbies, stuff like that. So it still mm-hmm. has that connection, and it still is kind of the reboot you want. Like, if you want to do Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, you can still do that. But I don't need it to be, like, Kimberly and Jason and Billy and, and, and all that, you know. So basically you're saying it's Cobra Kai. I haven't watched Cobra Kai. Well, it's, I mean, it's new kids train, being trained by the, you know, characters from the classic or from oh, the... Well. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I think I think it feels like it. It would make sense the way that you just kind of broke it down. Mm-hmm. But do we know that it's connected to? Like, are we scrapping the 2016 movie altogether, or are we building off of it? I don't know. I would say scrap it. But if I was in charge, though. Yeah, I can't imagine that movie did too well. It didn't, and financially, even like fans didn't really like it that much. Yeah, yeah. It got, like, mediocre reviews. Yeah, I mean, think about it. So, 
Rita Repulsa it was just kind of this like crazy schizophrenic homeless lady searching for gold the whole time. Goldar was just like a symbiotic kind of it, like mm-hmm. none of it was like what it should have been. Yeah, but it had Brian Cranston. So and got- um, fuck, I forgot his name. How could I forget his name? SNL Bill Hader. Thank you. Oh yeah, yes. Thank you. Oh, I forgot he. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, he was Alpha. Okay, yeah. yeah. Those were those guys. Those were the two best parts, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. That was an interesting movie. Um, I don't know that it's something some like anybody asked for in the first place. They no no they didn't really. <laughs> yeah yeah and they so they basically they took Power Rangers and they made it like they like leaned into the whole alien aspect of it. Yeah, they really especially did. with their especially with their suits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. It was, I don't know. It was kind of it was kind of weird. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I wasn't actually, a big fan. I actually saw that in theaters. Same, same. Yeah, yeah. Not really sure why. That might have been, might have been during my movie pass days where I was just mm. like seeing everything. I saw it because I was a big Power Rangers guy back in the day. Probably I mean, so for was too I. long. Like I was so getting was all the morphers. Yeah. So I was not. Uh, last time we talked about Power Rangers on this show, it became clear to me that I did not stay like a diehard Power Rangers fan as long as you did. Because mm-hmm. um, you were talking about like the. The, the time one and like the ninja one, which like I didn't, I wasn't around for that. Like I kind sure. of fell off. I felt, I fell off when I started growing up a little bit. I think, which... <laughs> I think what kept me there a little longer is I have a younger brother who was still watching it. So I would still see it. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't think your sister was that into power Rangers. No, 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 not at all. Actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. exactly. Um, but I mean, it, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that it's a stretch to say that you probably got your brother into it. Well, if he saw me watching it when we were both in that prime age, then yeah, probably. I'm thinking it's one of those things like the dynamic I'm gonna have with my son in Power mm-hmm. Rangers and like Legos and shit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna be getting him into that stuff so I can be involved in it again. No, yeah, I I'm, I respect that move. I might yeah. pull the same move yeah. on certain things. I hope they're still making Beyblades by the time my son's old enough to play with Beyblades. Those fucking came back like with a vengeance. Like I remember playing with them when I was a kid. Then I don't remember hearing anything about them until like yep. last year. And all these little kids had Beyblades again. So I've got a box full of Beyblades in my closet. It's sitting about 10 feet away from me right now. And I've still got one of the arenas, like one of the stadiums that oh, you play yeah. in. Yep. Yep. I don't know where it's, my Beyblades are. Yeah, I made sure to hang on to like the main like handful of Beyblades that I had. I'm sure some of them, some of them got lost, you know, in sure. translation between then and now. Um, I had that fucking like ripper that had the grip and was like, fucking. yes, dude, huge. it was metal. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. I still have that one. That's like the best one. I've also got the um, remote control, the remote control one yeah. where you let it rip and it just spins <laughs> until you tell it not to. <laughs> so it's like, it's like all right, I'm, I'm, you're done spinning. Yeah, so when I got that, like a handful of my friends were doing Beyblades, and I got the remote control one for one of my birthdays. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I mean, it, it makes the game not fair. Like, what's the point? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I, let it, I let it rip. I let it rip. I'm like, all right, everybody, just just let it rip. Just put all of your shit in the stadium right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna do the same with mine. And then here I am, just like controlling it with a little joystick and buttons. <laughs> It's just fucking just continue continuously going and all of the other ones are just dead and mine just spinning wow that's fucked up clay anyway 
Anyway, Power Rangers. Um, on actually, a couple months ago, I started rewatching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, like slowly, because it's something I can have on in the background while I'm working and not pay attention to. And um, okay, very very '90s show. Let me tell you, <laughs> doesn't necessarily hold up to today's standards. Fuck no. Um, but I was... the nostalgia factor holds it up for me. You know. Oh yeah, for sure. I haven't I gotten really to liked... Tommy yet, so I'm excited to get there. Yeah. I always really liked how their version of violence was just a lot of sparks flying everywhere. Sure, sure. Like a Power Ranger gets kicked or hit with a sword, and it's just sparks everywhere. Always. Like, what What are these people's bodies made out of that they have so many sparks inside of them? <laughs> I like that the spandex is supposed to be armor. Like, they're like, all right, yep. when you use the Morphe, you get all this armor and shit, and then they're just in spandex. I'm like, yep. like watch a, out, you're going like, to get kinking your spandex. Like one of those morph suits. Yeah, exactly. Which, is that where that term came from? Ooh, I don't know. Maybe. What do you think, YouTube? Are you pointing to YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'll check it out. Yeah, I'll check it out. I was trying to decide, but yeah, I'll check it out. I'm, I'll be watching this new Power, Power Rangers I was trying stuff. to decide. I like, definitely will. I was thinking like, would I would I care if it was like movies, TV, or like TV movies? But I was like, no, nah, it doesn't matter. I'll still check either one out. Same. Moving on to movie news. Fast and Furious Saga ending after two more movies. So Justin Lin is set to direct the last two films, 10 and 11. Remember, we still don't have nine yet. This is not included in the final two movies that they're referring to. Mm-hmm. And um, what was your, your, your theory, Clay? Um, my, did they, okay. So they announced that they were going to space, right? Mm, yep, they did. So then my, my theory and which I've mentioned before was that, um, are they going to space in nine or they say maybe in 10? I think, I think that was for 10. Okay. So they're going to go to space in 10 and then 11, which will wrap everything up. will introduce the multiverse and time travel. There it is. At the same time. You heard it here first. Yeah. So they're going <laughs> to, after 10 movies, they're just going to go crazy with Will. I mean, they've already gone crazy with these I was movies about to multiple say. times. Um, they're going to go crazier, about as crazy as they can get, and just like blow everything wide open. Multiverse, time travel, series over. And where are they going to time travel to? A different time, I think. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Thanks they'll, for time travel, they'll time travel to feudal Japan, I think. <laughs> they're going to make a video game about it? They're going to time travel to the 15th century and invent the katana. Ah. Mm -hmm. uh, Vin Diesel's just going to go to like the blacksmith and be like, wait a minute, I got something. And then he's just going to fucking katana. Yeah, he unsheaths it. Shing. Salute me, familia. <laughs> I am grouped. Yeah, that too. Well, multiverse. Yeah, exactly. His multiverse characters are going to just like merge yep iron giant Groot mm -hmm. um what else has he done uh Riddick yeah Riddick Bloodshot which I haven't seen and probably won't see same ditto is he in anything else did we ever see him with hair yeah and Saving Private Ryan does he have hair he's had hair in something mm -hmm. did I see that movie I think 
Did you see Saving Private Ryan? Well, I definitely saw Saving Private Ryan, but I can't remember if that's the movie he had hair in. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I'm looking at a picture of him with hair. Not really sure what this is from, though, but the hairline is receding like a motherfucker. It checks out. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then there's a fucking meme of him with the Macklemore haircut, so. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Just picture that. that. That'll be him in Fast and Furious 11. <laughs> Dom takes it to the next level, and that's how he does it. Oh, God, that's funny. Um, in other news, Jared Leto returning as Joker in the Snyder Cut, along with Joe Manganiello as Deathstroke. Now, Deathstroke, I don't give a fuck about Jared Leto's Joker. Deathstroke is who I've wanted to see since, what was that, Batman versus Superman we saw him in the after credit scene? No, Justice League. That was actually. Justice League? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and he was supposed to, I believe the, so they they cast Joe what Joe Manganiello. Close um, enough. Yeah, so they cast him to play uh, Deathstroke. I believe the initial idea was for the Ben Affleck solo Batman movie that Ben Affleck was writing and directing yes, all as well as back starring. To me now. Yeah, yeah. So um, Ben Affleck actually was the first one that announced joe as deathstroke it With was on that his picture twitter of the monitor right well it was it was like a short clip from the yeah. from a monitor ah, yes yes yeah, yes yeah. it was just like him like kind of walking up into into the frame um looking fucking badass and then justice league the movie was trash and they like shoehorned in this post-credit scene where deathstroke meets up with lex luther and he's like maybe we should start a league of our own yeah um and um yeah so so I know they brought him back to do reshoots as well as uh, Leto for the Joker. Mm-hmm. So they're filming some new shit. But Joe, I, I saw a tweet from him the other day, and it kind of made it sound like they're only redoing that post credit scene. Oh, damn. That's unfortunate. Which, which I hope is not the case, but his tweet made it sound like it. Like the real post credit scene is like, that's like, like kind of along the lines of what he said. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But I just, okay. So now people are like, now that we have Leto coming back, we have. Joe coming back for Deathstroke, and we've got Batfleck back. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that Batfleck is going to be, you know, involved in a couple things going forward here, and might be Batman, you know, for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Still, so now people are speculating: okay, is there going to be a Batman HBO Max show where mm-hmm. we have Deathstroke, we have the Joker? He'll we'll introduce like more of Batman's villains and things like that, which I think would be awesome. That's like best case scenario. But do we think Batson <laughs> wants to do that? No, Batfleck. Oh, Batfleck yeah. is doing the TV show where Battinson has his own universe of whatever he's yes. doing. I see, yep. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Batfleck, we know, is still like the DCEU, quote-unquote, Batman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll continue to be for the foreseeable future. And then we have Battinson, a.k.a. Robat, Bat and Bat, um, <laughs> being, <laughs> being the other like separate Batman doing his own thing on the side. Gotcha. So we'll see. I, I mean, I hope that there's a Ben Affleck Batman show on HBO Max. That would be dope AF. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to see more Deathstroke, especially fighting Batman. He's can't one imagine of my favorite villains. Bringing... Yeah, he's awesome. Um, I can't imagine they're bringing him back just to do another post credit scene and then we never see him again, right? Yeah, that would be but such then, a waste. But then again, Zack Snyder, I don't know, is going to be involved going forward. So They're like, here, if make I, your but... little cut and get the fuck out of our lives. 
Exactly. But Affleck's still going to be involved, so he has probably some pull. I mean, he was going to direct his own movie at one point. He's a good director. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, I mean, he won an Oscar for directing Argo. Exactly. So. I feel like he gets a lot of shit, but he's a pretty, pretty talented dude. I mean, solid actor, good director. Mm-hmm. Not a, has maybe kind of been a douchebag in his personal life, but seems like he's on the right track these days. Sure. But he went to rehab. He he got his shit together. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. I think. Um, I don't know him personally, but. I don't know him personally either. But, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But we have Leto coming back. Maybe we'll get a better version of... Because Joker wasn't even in Justice League. So I don't even know. I have no idea what they're doing with this. But maybe Zack's not... I mean, because David Ayer made Suicide Squad. And mm-hmm. he's the one who came up with the ideas of, you know, all the tattoos and the, like, gangster, uh, gangster-like right. wardrobes. and like hate it that. Yeah, yeah. Um I don't know that Zack Snyder would have put a tattoo straight across his forehead, just plastered right there that says damaged. Like, do you think that we really have to be told that the Joker's damaged? Well, David Ayer does. Um, God, I So maybe, that. I mean, maybe Zack Snyder, like, reinvent... Because I do think Jared Leto's a good actor. Hmm. Do you not? I'm thinking. He's yeah, an he's- Oscar-winning actor. You yourself. You buy are, an Oscar, okay? That means nothing to me. You yourself are excited for Morbius. I'm okay. Yes, he's a decent actor. I think sometimes he gets a little too caught up in the acting thing. Okay, I'll say that. Like meth, like the method acting thing. Yes, that bullshit. where he's sending dead rats and used condoms to his yes uh, co-stars. Yes. Yeah. Um. I just. I mean. I guess I'm kind of excited to see. Like, I want to see Joker with Batman. We haven't seen Joker with Batman in this universe yet. They yeah, had one scene. They had one. They had one scene where Batman was on top of a car. <laughs> he did not interact with the Joker. Yeah. Um, so I just want to see that because I do think that while I don't really like Leto's Joker, I do think that he's kind of appropriate for Affleck's Batman. Um, like he's just such a wild card. He's got like almost like military power. Like he's in like helicopters wearing riot gear using all these different um, assault weapons and rocket launchers and shit. Sure. And, and I mean, Batflex got a lot of firepower himself, and he's, like, ruthless. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think they, they kind of fit each other a little bit. So maybe we can get a some version of you know, you're, not, you're not impressed. I mean, I, I'd, I less agree with that statement that you've said than anything else that you've said about this situation. How about that? What, that they could be good together? Y- yeah. Like he's good for like I could see in, I could see a different version of Joker for um, Ben Affleck's Batman as well. So could I. Okay. I'm trying to work with what we have. No, okay. I understand what you're doing. You're being optimistic. I am being pessimistic. I'm trying to be optimistic. Prime. <laughs> I like it. I'm trying to just work with the cards that we've been dealt. Okay. But well, we were dealt a shitty fucking hand. All right. I don't even want to play the we game sure anymore. We sure were. Well, you can't ride in over yet, as Aquaman would say. My man. My man. All right. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to say about that? No. Okay. Uh, we got our first look at Tom Holland as Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movie, which we know is a prequel to the games. And I think the boy looks good. He looks good. He looks solid. Um, and we also have Mark Wahlberg playing Sully, who's like his mentor. Did you know that? I did not. 
Yeah, and Mark Wahlberg put, um, I believe it was an Instagram post. He put he put an Instagram post. He has this big fat mustache now, mm-hmm. and that's like his Sully look. So he's. Oh, getting I did into, see that video or that post or whatever. It was on yeah, mute because yeah. I was doing other stuff and I didn't know what he was talking about. I was just like, "Fuck it, I'll look at it later," and I never did. Yeah, so supposedly that's his Sully look. So he'll be in it too. Um, Tom looks good. I mean, that picture it was very Uncharted esque. Yeah, it looked so. just like the game, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, the setting looked good. His outfit looked good. I'm excited. I'm pumped. Love Tom yeah. Holland. He's the man. I'm, Mark I'm a big fan He's... of Tom Holland. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Tom Holland, um, Spider-Man 3 is about to start shooting in Atlanta. Okay. Uh, just saw a video of Tom get his iPad with the script on it. He said he's not going to read it to us because he learned his lesson. Learned his lesson. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there we go. Yeah. Yeah. That's hype. Yeah. Hopefully I'm excited. we get What's yeah, up? Hopefully we get Toby and Andrew. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Which. We'll see. Nice little segue. Is Morbius in the Raimi universe? Mm-hmm. Now, I've got some evidence here that I want to I want to lay out on the table here. So, back when we saw the Morbius, Morbius trailer all that time ago, pre-COVID, times were much happier. I don't remember another life at this point. It's been too long. This life is the only one I've got. Yep. Um, so, anyway, back then, we saw the trailer, and there was a graffiti of Spider-Man on the, ba- on the wall in an alley. And people were like, what the fuck? Because it wasn't it, Tom Holland's it was Spider-Man. a very specific Spider-Man. It was. It was the Raimi Spider-Man. And people were like, these fucking dumbasses, they don't even know what they're doing anymore. I don't know why they have that accent. Raimi Spider-Man, a.k.a. Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, yes. Mm-hmm. And so, then we also saw the Raimi Daily Bugle logo on the side of a bus, which read, where is Spider-Man? But now, with all of this Spider-Verse talk, what if, during Morbius, Toby isn't in his own universe, he's off doing Spider-Verse stuff in Spider-Man 3? In Spider-Man 3. I think that's pretty good. I like it. I'm with it. I'm, I'm I'm on the bandwagon for this. Um... Which also makes me feel a little bit better about Michael Keaton's vulture approaching Morbius in in that trailer. Because I was so pissed about that. I was like, what is this bullshit? Like, number one, he's supposed to be in jail. Number two, I don't want these shits connected to the MCU Tom Holland Spider-Man. And mm-hmm. But this made me feel better. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, maybe maybe we were just the ones being stupid. You know, you... You said like this is so stupid, you know. I they're did. like they're like making mistakes, you know, with continuity. But maybe we're the ones that are stupid. And with Morbius, they were revealing a Spider Verse to us. Mm-hmm. We just thought they were making mistakes. Maybe I will admit I was wrong. But Sony, this is my weekly plea: release Spider Man and all his properties to Marvel, please, 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 please. And that's my that's my plea. Please, Sony. You owe us at least you owe us at least just this one thing. Everything just that we've done for you. We've we've watched all your shitty movies. Mm-hmm. Paid paid my money at the box office, all right? Yeah. I've played pretty much every Spider Man game that's come out, Sony. Come on. I ha- I own a PS4. I owned a Sony TV at one point. But yeah, no, um, I, I like I like that theory and it does bring me some some inner peace. That's what I'll say. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it makes things make a little bit more sense than they did before. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's actually pretty exciting. Um, I didn't, uh, my hype level for Morbius was fairly low. I know yours was a little bit higher. Mine was fairly low. It is now, it, it is now bumped up a notch. That was a notch. Yeah. There we go. Um, yes, but I was just thinking about this. All this, it's kind of making me, because I like Spider-Man 1 and Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 3, I know it wasn't Raimi's fault. Studio interference, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But yep. this kind of makes me want another Toby Spider-Man, because I enjoyed Toby as Spider-Man. I enjoyed, all right, so bef- before Tom Holland, it was Toby, then Andrew. Now it's Tom, Toby, Andrew for me. Yeah, so, so Spider-Man, the Raimi trilogy, Spider-Man one, two, and three with Toby. Obviously, those were, those are all like our first like superhero movies, kind of like you know we had Batman movies back in the day, but like they came out kind of before our time. Sure. Um, like Keaton was a thing before our time. Yeah. And then the Batman movies after that were worse. And Batman Forever then, is a great film. Yes, I mean, for what it is. So. And then, and then we had the Spider-Man movies come around and they kind of like, they kind of like introduced us. We were kids at the time to like superhero movies. So those will always hold a spot in my heart. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I don't really like Tobey Maguire that much just in general. Mm. I think he was, I think he played a good Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like him a whole lot as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Andrew Garfield, I didn't like his Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. I liked his Spider-Man a lot. I still think I actually still... I actually still kind of think that um, Garfield might have been the best Spider-Man, like not Peter Parker, but just Spider-Man. Yeah, his um, quips, his sarcat, like the, the yeah. comic quips were very good in his yep. movies. Yeah, and he's also got like a, he's also a little bit taller. He's lankier, whereas Toby and Tom seem a little shorter and stockier. Sure, and I, 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 I thought but that kind of weirds me out about too. Garfield's Spider-Man. Like I was looking at, I was watching a YouTube video and I was comparing Spider-Man and stuff like that. And I was, I hadn't seen it in a long time and him in the suit, it just looks like this like skinny stick kind of thing. It didn't, I didn't like the look. It, it kind of disturbs me a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, Cause it was like a I big think, head on this like stick body. Fair. And then I do think that Tom Holland is a, both a good Peter Parker and Spider-Man. So he's a good think, match. Yes. That's why he's I my do number think, one. Yeah. I do think he's the best. Um, yeah. I mean, I will, I would like to see Toby again in like a Spider-Verse type movie with Holland and maybe Garfield. I don't know that I want just another pure Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. Mm. You heard it here first. Clay and I disagree. Well, I mean, if if we agreed on everything, then this would not be interesting. Not at all. Um, And I respect your opinion. Hey, same. I think Republicans and Democrats could learn a lot from what we just did here. They sure, they sure could, and I hope they're all watching. <laughs> For those of you not watching on YouTube, I just pointed the, the camera and waved. So and that I was just what that up, silence was. I just threw up another peace sign to Congress. Oh, yeah, Congress. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, I'm a little bit more excited about Morbius now, so we'll see what happens. I'm super fucking excited about spider-man 3 because i know we're gonna get what we want heck yeah which is andrew and toby and tom all together but let's move on and talk about some bachelorette
I wish we had like segment music. Like when I said the bachelorette, it could just be like violins or something like, you know, we could do that. Right. I mean, I mean we, there are a lot of things we could do. We could, we could, I'll, I'll see what I can put together. Or we could just do it with our mouths or oh. use the buttons that we have. I only have the one, do you have one button. Do you have one? Well, I only have the one button. I don't know that it'll, it would work for this, but we can try it. Try it out. Okay. I'm vengeance. I don't, <laughs> I think it works. Was that a good segue to The Bachelorette? Oh, it was fantastic. The best segue I've ever heard. Cool, cool. Um, <laughs> all right. So I took a lot more detailed notes this week um, because I was taking notes while I watched. And I also just watched it right before we started recording like you did last week. Yeah. So I watched this one um, last Tuesday, right? So I don't, I, I don't really remember it that well. So I mm-hmm. think that I'm, it's good that you have notes. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can jog your memory. Cool. Jog me. All right. So the first note I have is this preview looks intense. And uh, the episode was not as intense as what I thought the preview was uh, was portraying. But I mean, I feel like that's nope. always the case. Um, and I didn't realize that they were still at the resort. I thought they had gone to a new mansion. But everything is happening at the resort this uh, this year. The La yeah. Quinta. Yep. Yep. Uh, La Quinta. Um, so. We got our first date card. We had Riley, Jordan, Yosef, Ivan, Ben, Bennett, Zach C, Zach J, and Dale. And the, the card said, looking for a guy who speaks to my heart. Love, Claire. And the date was all about love languages and, and all that. Right. So, right. Um, like, they had the guys, like, she was like Juliet in the balcony, and the guys were, like, saying words of affirmation to her and, and all mm-hmm. that. Um, it was overall a pretty boring date, in my opinion. Um, yeah, it, I thought this first one was interesting because it it literally was just just an opportunity for her to have all of these guys say nice things to her over and over mm-hmm. again. And mm-hmm. at the end of it, she I just thought it was kind of funny because at the end of it, she made it seem kind of like blatant. She said something like, wow, guys, it's been so long since somebody's talked to me like that. Like I needed that. Like, thanks, guys. Right. Like, all right. <laughs> Like it was so, just kind of like a, a a confidence boost or an ego boost right, for her or something. Right, right. Um, and then of course, you know, a, a few guys go and they say some nice like generic shit. And then Dale right. comes up, and then yeah, Dale comes up and it's just like he doesn't even really have to open his mouth. She's already in love with him. She's already basically committed to him. Yeah. Um, but he did kind of kill it in this opportunity though. Yeah. Obviously, as he as he would, he's Dale. He's Dale. Yep. He's vengeance. Um, a, he he is vengeance. At one point, all the dudes had to, the love language they were working on was gift giving. So all the dudes had to run back to their rooms and grab something and give it as a gift to uh, Claire. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, I liked uh, the chess piece that Ivan gave Claire. I thought that was very um, kind of like thoughtful. Like it wasn't like some guy brought a t-shirt and he's like, oh, it smells like mm-hmm. me. Here you go. Um, and stuff like that. But he, he was, He's a chess background, right? He, he, yeah, he's really into chess. He talks about it mm-hmm. every fucking scene he's in. But he yep. was like, "Here's the queen. Hopefully, someday I can be your king." And I was like, "Oh, that's that's pretty cool." Um, yeah. So, so yeah. I liked it. And he's an aeronautical engineer, so like this dude is like, it's dope, su- super smart. Heck yeah, we like brains here. We do. Um, on the physical touch portion, Claire, God, super horny. Oh God, she was so horny. <laughs> She's like, oh my oh, God, who is this? Oh yeah, I, I'm really good with smell. I know who this is. Yeah, yeah. Dude, as soon as Dale walked up, she's like, oh, I know this smell. Right. 
I was like, and oh. she even had, she said she it. Whispered, she like, it's she, been a long quarantine, guys. Yeah, and um, she whispered something in Dale's ear when he walked up to after she said like, "Oh, I know this smell," mm-hmm. and then he like kind of confirmed it a little bit, like with a gesture or something, mm-hmm. and um, and then she like pulled his head down and whispered something in his ear and the other guys were like what's that all about right and obviously they were just like kind of all over each other doing that in front of the other guys and it was like different than everyone else's very fucking awkward too so that's like yeah i I feel like that was the first moment where the other guys are like okay there's something up here right yeah that that's when they started to take notice uh, so then after this really weird fucking date that I would not have wanted to be a part of, they do their little nightly thing and she comes in and she's like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. So you ready to get started? And there's like this awkward silence where nobody's like, all right, so Hey, can weird. I come take you away and all that? And honestly, I think that the guys just kind of didn't really know the process. Didn't un- understand that that was the portion of the evening they were getting into. Yeah. And I think she, so I, you know, I've been watching The Bachelor and The Bachelorette for a few years now. Mm-hmm. I think she played that kind of weird when she sat down. Mm-hmm. Like she was kind of awkward. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, I mean, I felt like you, that was mostly her fault. Yeah, I feel like usually, no matter who you are, Bachelor, Bachelorette, usually after you like sit down and have the initial like opener, they usually pick somebody. They're like, "Hey, can right. I get a minute or something?" But she's like. Which she said later, she's like, I want people, I want you guys to want me. And like, nobody like sat there. We were just sitting there in silence, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, yeah, that was, that was really, that was one of the more awkward moments I think I've seen on this show. Just in general, that was really weird. And she, she like did not know how to act after it. The first guy that she took, um, Bennett, which yeah, it was the Harvard guy, right? Yes. And uh, I I, I thought he was going to be the villain. I'm starting to like him. Seems like a good guy. He does, but um, he, he seems like he's going to be like just a little rich douchebag, right? Right. But I like. We've got him. some. Du- we've got some douchebags. What's sure. up? I said I'll mention why I like him so much at the end. Yeah, we've got some douchebags on the show, but he's not really one of them at this point. No, no. And yet. Uh, I thought it was great because they were having their little conversation, and you can tell that she wasn't there, right, mm-hmm. mentally. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, "So tell me about yourself." And he was like, "Well, this, that, and the other thing. You know, Harvard guy." blah, blah, blah. And she cut him off right after that. It's like, she probably didn't even register the Harvard thing. And you know, that was the main thing he wanted to get out. Yeah. He was trying to sell his cell. He's like, I went to Harvard. Yep. Yep. And um, it, I made the joke. Cause she's like, she, she stops him and she's like, all right, I need to, I need to get this off my chest. And she goes and talks to all the other guys, but yep. she doesn't bring him with her. And then like, they just kind of like continue on with the night. And I was like, is he just like sitting there in that room waiting for her to come back still? Just like, dude, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> yeah. So that guy basically just got screwed and he was the one who actually stepped up. Right. I was, I felt so bad. But yep. then when she go, somebody else gets screwed. I don't remember who does. She goes back. She has her little blow oh, up and God. then all somebody the guys, else gets really screwed. Yeah. All the guys are like fighting, like, all right, I'll, I'll take you. But then like somebody, I think it's Yosef. He's like, was it Yosef? Maybe he's like, I'll speak for the group or whatever. Yep. And then that causes a whole nother thing. And then Dale swoops in and takes uh, takes Claire from whoever had stepped up initially again. Mm-hmm. I was like, Jesus. And then Riley yeah. was pissed at Yosef for saying he speaks for the group because he's like, nobody right. speaks for me, yada, yada, yada. And this is, yeah, this is where Yosef is starting to turn into the prime douchebag. Yeah, actually. I got Yosef because, getting real villainous on my notes. Yeah, yeah. yeah and we know, we know that he's going to say something to her in 
one of the upcoming episodes, hopefully this next one, because I, I know that Claire is not there for long. She takes Dale and dips. I think it is the next episode because a lot of the preview at the end of this episode, she still had on her silver cocktail dress that she had on this night and um, yeah. all the guys are still in, in their same attire. So I think yeah. a lot of the big stuff, like that big moment we, we've seen where he's talking about the oldest bachelorette, I think that's coming up on this next episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I thought it was really funny. So I want to say it was at this part, but again, it's it's been a week. If it's not, um, I'll stop you. Where she came back in from something and that one guy pulled her aside, the young dude, and she kicked him out because uh, he... Only... I think I know what you're talking about. We're not there yet. Is that a different part of the episode? Yeah, that's the, that's the second group date. Okay. Okay. So we'll save it. Yeah. Because I want to talk about that. That was hilarious. <laughs> um, gotcha. Yeah, we can definitely. So Riley, Riley, the the black lawyer guy, um, who said who was like beefing with Yosem and said, "You don't speak for me." He gets the group date on this rose, um, which I like. I like him. He's, he seems yeah, pretty good chill. guy. Yeah. Um, and then oh, say so. The one we got our first one on one with Jason, who's a former pro lineman, and his card says, "Love will set us free." And so their whole date was like them just kind of getting stuff off their chest. Like they wrote down things, names, negative names. People had called them things they've, yep. that people have said about them yep. on these tablets. And then they smashed the tablets and, and, and what like that. It seemed like a very, I know the bachelorette and the bachelor is like short on time, but this seemed like a very intense, like deep cutting date to like for your like first yeah. like this is only yeah. the second night that she's known these guys right yeah and yeah. she's like and, um, the hard stuff what's what's that guy's name jason yeah jason he had he's got some it seems like he's got some skeletons or something right right he keeps like, talking he about what he's seen and stuff like that. i'm like what have you seen and then even right at the beginning when he was talking to just the camera um he was like yeah nobody like whenever i get too deep with somebody like they can never handle it Mm -hmm. or they, there's like there are things about me that people can never handle right type of thing and and as um as we're watching it and he's continuing to like vaguely hint at like potentially a dark past or like something some issue that he's had or whatever mm -hmm. it it continuously kept like sounding darker each time he brought it up yeah and me and me and leo my roommate are just sitting here like what did this guy do like right did he murder someone? Like <laughs> that's the joke the I made. Because he's what's like, I've seen deal? some dangerous stuff. I'm like, what kind of dangerous stuff have you seen? Like someone yeah. getting murdered. But then he said something about it was like a family thing with his parents because him and his brother are the same way because they saw the same thing. And I was I was thinking that this isn't a joke or anything, but I was thinking like, did his dad beat his mom or did like they beat each other? Like his mom and dad beat each right. other. Right. So up that's or that's kind of that's kind of the um, conclusion that we came to too. Like something yeah. something like that. Some sort of abuse in the family. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was interesting because whenever they were writing down like the names that people had called them or like the words that people had had like said to them before, mm -hmm. Claire was saying things like like needy and right. things like that. And um, Jason was saying things like manipulative, like right. selfish, <laughs> like his were way worse than hers. Like if I heard somebody reading off those words to me, like, yeah, I've been called this, 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 this. Mm -hmm in words like manipulative and like selfish and things like that. Like that's, that sounded pretty bad. Right. And then she's like, I've dated guys like you. You're the kind of guy I'm attracted to. And I was like, right, right. What? 
I don't know. I mean, it's I like guess he, at least you recognize it. Yeah, it, it just he was just kind of putting like like being needy is it's not as big of a red flag as manipulative. Right. No, um, I, I totally agree. But uh, she, seems she ends like a up good giving dude. him the rose. Yeah. Which I feel like. I mean, she put him. She kind of. It seems like she kind of put him through a lot there. She did. I, yeah. I feel like he's kind of like I don't know him as like I'm only seeing what we see on TV. But I feel like he kind of has a good heart, even if like on the surface he might be doing all this shady shit. Um, but it seems like deep down, and he could just be manipulating. I don't know. But it seems like deep down, he he seems kind of genuine, and like he's upset about these things in his past, and like he's trying to grow and move forward. And I always respect growth. So yeah, seems like a good dude. Yeah, when it comes down to it. So I like him so far. Yeah, so do I. So do I. And uh, he mentioned so he was an NFL lineman, mm-hmm. right? But he's like looks like he's like one eighty five or something now. <laughs> right, right. He said at one point he lost over a hundred pounds. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Because yeah, I had that same thought. I saw the pro lineman. I was like, "You were on the line," and then yeah, he said yeah, that, that was my that was my thought too. I was like, "How did that work?" Yeah, in the NFL, <laughs> dude. There's so many former pro football players in this thing. I know it's wild. Like, the, I feel like this is the Bachelor and the Bachelor or the Bachelorette rather is bread and butter. Is like, what kind of like washed up NFL players we got? Yeah, yep. Aaron Rodgers' brother was was on there at one point, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jordan. That's his name. Mm-hmm. Douchebag. Yeah, and when he was on. He put Aaron on blast, which I don't I don't necessarily, I guess, blame him. But when he was on there, he put Aaron on blast for like, I guess, like kind of taking himself out of the equation. Yeah. He hadn't talked to Aaron, I guess, in months or years or something. And yeah, he made that all very, very public. Because right. He was on the show. Right. Yeah. I remember that. Which I can't imagine um, necessarily worked wonders for their relationship, him and Aaron. <laughs> yeah, probably not. They probably still haven't talked. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Jason gets the rose, and then we move on to our second group date, which the card said, I'm looking for a man with balls. Um, And basically the date is uh, a game of dodgeball. um, But naked. Yes, strip dodgeball. And this blue team fucking sucks. The first round they had, they were up 3-1, to and they let this dude just fucking wreck them all by himself. He takes out the the last three guys all alone. Yep. And then after that, the games weren't even fucking um, competitive. It was just like red demolishing blue. Yeah, it was. It, yeah. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. I, I do have a ref. I mean, a note here that this ref is like fucking crazy. He's like, you heard Claire strip. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you want to see these guys naked or like what <laughs> is going on? It felt like a couple of them actually got like fully naked, too. They right? did. They took off their jock straps and, and got butt ass naked, which interesting. I guess if that's what you're into, I guess. I don't know if I can know. I mean, they, I mean, we know what those guys got going on down there. If they're just stripping on, on national TV like that. Yeah. They ain't ashamed. Some studs. What's in they dangle. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. What's um, in they dangle. What's in they dangle. But All so right. the reason this dodgeball game was a big deal is because the losing team had to go back to the the rooms, whereas the winning team got to spend the night like talking with Claire and and all that. Um, And Claire, I don't remember who she was talking to, but she says that she never went to prom. Do you remember this? Yeah. Because somebody said they never got to go to prom. She's like, oh, yeah, me neither. Um, But somebody... And then they, they danced, right? 
I think that the dancing the was, guy she gave the rose to danced. The with dancing her. was uh, in the first date. That was because that was uh, Riley. Oh, is Riley the one with like the enormous arms? For a lawyer, yeah. Because he, I think he was wearing like a green T-shirt. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that checks out. Yeah, that was the first group date. But she, I don't remember okay. who exactly she was talking to, but she said she never went to prom. But somebody has come out, and uh, they have pictures of Claire. She's like, Claire went to prom with my husband. I just sent them to you. Um, Claire went to prom with my husband in 1999, yada, yada, yada. And they have pictures no of them at this dance, and it looks very promish. But Claire has said, um, LOL, actually not. Because somebody said, you've been exposed. She said, LOL, actually not. You do know there are more dances in high school that are not prom. Turns out it's just someone digging up old photos. Why she keeps her husband's old dance pics, I'm not sure. Face, that's the face it makes. Uh, I went to a new school senior year and, in fact, did not go to prom, just like I said. But this looks like a fucking prom to me. If Like, this doesn't look like a regular dance. Where'd you send this to me? Instagram. Okay. There's like um, corsages they have like the, the boutonniere. Okay. Boutonniere. I mean, it, boutonniere. Um, I mean, that's fucking, that's prom. Right, isn't it? <laughs> yes, that's prom. That is 100% prom. You um, don't wear the flowers like that. You don't wear the corsage. You don't wear the boutonniere at another dance that's not prom. Nope. Not that's, that's prom. Why she would lie about this, I have no fucking idea. Maybe she was just trying to make the guy feel... Um, comfortable somehow or something like oh mm. i didn't go to prom either it's okay maybe she's a little bit disingenuous i don't know P- possibly possibly mm. i don't know i just so i just uh, jessica pointed that out to me and i wanted to share it with you and the listeners um so there you go yeah um okay well good to know i'm glad i know it now exposed yes but here is the part you were referring to earlier where blake shows up um, while Jay is having his one-on-one time, yeah, and, which is so funny because <laughs> Blake walks up and he he's like, uh, "Can I oh, talk God. to Claire for a minute?" And he like looks at him and he's like, "Didn't he you literally lose, dude?" He that's exactly what he says. He's like, "Didn't you lose?" Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> but he's like, "All right, I guess I'll give him your give you some time." And he uh, walks in the house and immediately tells all the guys, of course. And like, then they and then they bring the squad. And for the real. One, and the one dude legit walks up and says, what's up? <laughs> He's like, we got a problem here? I was like, what is this, the fucking sharks and the jets? He what's like, up, bro? Like, what are, like they, what are they going to jump this ass. dude? Yeah. That's exactly what it looked like. And he, you could tell he was getting nervous, too. Because like he was like talking. He's like, oh, shit. He's like looking down and like. Right. Because, like, I mean, that dude. What's his name? Blake? The who one who showed up? Yeah. Yeah. Blake is a good dude, right? He wasn't mm-hmm. trying to screw the other guys over. Mm-hmm. He was just trying to like make like make a play, like make up for like lost time and like. Right. And he said he said bit. the whole date was you wanted a man with balls. He's like, I want to show you I've got balls, you know, which he lost and he showed up anyway. Yeah, yeah. And ooh, oh, he tried to kiss her and it was so awkward. Right. She like puts the hand there and stops him. She legit is like, no, 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 don't. Why do you think you can do that? Yeah, she's like, you can't do that here. Dude, um, I don't think I've cringed. I haven't cringed that hard watching TV in a while. Same. I gave it like an audible. Just, ah. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it no, dude, me. I was I was making noises too. I was like, ah, oh, no, no. Oh, <laughs> fuck. 
it was fucking wild. I I I had to laugh afterwards though. Oh um, yeah, no, of course. But then she she goes back in. She she says thank you for coming. Um, but I got to give these guys their time. They won. Yada yada yada. She goes back in. Yeah. She pulls Brandon aside for his like one on one time. Who Brandon was pulls her aside? Yes, yeah, sorry. Who was the leader? Of the crew who he's the one who was like, What's up? He was like in right, the middle of the right. hyena pack. Right. Um big guy. And he, <laughs> this fucker screws himself so so hard. Oh my god. I okay. So I don't I think he, he did screw himself, but I also don't think he screwed himself that hard. I think he did screw himself. I've also never I don't think I've ever seen the Bachelorette just take a guy randomly and be like, you know what? I'm just gonna walk you out right now. Like they've done, you're they've done done, a, you're, a couple times. You're done. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm. It's just not coming to mind. But it's I not always very... felt like. T- I always felt like typically they would at least just like let it go to the rose ceremony and they just like not pick the guy. Sometimes, um, sometimes in like um, cases like this though, like it usually happens. I want to say like later, but we know Claire doesn't get that whole time. Um, okay, so so I want to say that I have seen it happen later on where mm-hmm. the group of guys is much smaller and mm-hmm. like the yeah. interactions are more meaningful yes. and it's like at that point it's like it's kind of shitty to like drag it out to the rose ceremony because right. these guys are kind of in love with her at that point right but i don't think i've seen it happen this early yeah where it's like I will agree it doesn't that. even really matter that much at this point and she was just like no nah, i'm getting this kid the fuck out of here <laughs> for real <laughs> like um he, but he it, did i mean he did he did very poorly in that conversation i mean he could have he could have came up with anything to say when she was like, well, what, what, like, what made you get excited when you knew it was me? Right. For and those he, of you who, basically, who don't know, thank you for listening to Bachelorette talk when you don't watch The Bachelorette. But uh, Brandon says, when I found out you were The Bachelorette, I had to be on here. And like Clay which just all mentioned. The, which all the guys say. Of course. All the girls say it on The Bachelor, too. Right. Um, But as Clay said, she goes, oh, um. So what about me made you want to be on the show? And this dumbass goes, uh, well, first of all, you're gorgeous. But, um, uh, and he's got nothing. He can't say anything else about like what, what drew him to her. And he tries to cover it up with, well, I don't really know you that well or some shit like that. And I was like, you're just like digging deeper and deeper, man. Just stop. And she, she even came back with. I did think that Claire was maybe a little bit like over over dickish in this conversation, um, because at the end of the day, this dude actually doesn't know her right past the fact that she is gorgeous, like he said. Sure, he could have done a lot better, but then but he shouldn't she, have said that. Right, right. So he was like, "Well, first of all, you're gorgeous," and he kind of like talked around in a circle after that. But she was like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait a second. I got to backtrack here." So remind me again why you were excited when you knew it was me specifically. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, I mean, look at you. You're beautiful. Um, but like other than that, I don't really know you. And she was straight up like, none of the guys here know me, but they all at least say like, you know, they admire my strength and what I've overcome and, yeah. you know, that I'm a fighter and that I stick up for myself and mm-hmm. this, that, and the other thing. But like, they don't know me, you know, but they've like, at least like seen me or like heard of me or at least said something like, less superficial at least. Right. Right. And she's like, literally you only care about me for my looks. I've had guys like this before. Let me walk you out. Yeah. She's like, do you mind if I, she, I like that. She asked, do you mind if I walk you to the car? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that was bad. That was, that was another pretty cringy moment too. Oh yeah. Um, this episode was full of cringe moments. I mean, that awkward moment where nobody made a move. 
and they were mm-hmm. just sitting there in silence. Um, and the then, kiss. Yeah, well, the non-kiss. The, yeah, the, the he, attempted they kiss. Did, they, did, they did make up for it later on, and she did apologize too. So that was chill because that guy's yeah. a good dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this Brandon guy, he was like, was he the youngest one there? I know he was in his 20s. I'm not sure. I, I I'd honestly I say he was like 28 or 29. It's hard to keep track of them. Word, but word. Ch- Chasen gets the group date rose. Um, I don't remember what their conversation was about, but which I one think was Chasen? Chasen, he's a guy. He's got kind of thick lips. Um, I want to say he's a fitness instructor. I think he's the one that I was thinking of that has the absolute, like, ridiculously enormous arms. Maybe. Like, there's a dude on the show who has arms that, like, his he has no business having arms as big as they are. Mm-hmm. They're the they're like way bigger than anything else on his body and they're like bigger than anybody else's arms on the show. This dude is just absolutely like, he's just carrying around two cannons. Like it's normal. Um, so he's the one I'm thinking of. Chasen, Chasen is an it account executive. Yep. Yep. That's, That's who the I was one? thinking of. He's got big yep. arms. Yep. Yeah. I haven't dude. noticed. I'll have to look out for He that. doesn't, he kind of has like a, I want to say the dude kind of has like a small head and like kind of a skinny neck. And then his arms are just like ridiculously jacked. I'll have to look at him next time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so he got we, that rose. Yeah, he gets the rose. Then we move on to the cocktail party where, like you said, uh, Claire pulls Blake aside. She gives him a rose. She says, like, I want you to know everything's okay. Because I, I honestly thought he was about to get sent home for doing that. Um, yeah. Especially when she's like, let me talk to – because somebody – I don't remember who. They're like, hey, can I see you? She's like, actually, I want to talk to Blake first and then takes him yeah. outside. He comes oh, yeah. Back. No – it, it definitely kind of seemed like she was going to give him the axe there. Right. And the guys were even talking about it. They're like, oh, he's fucked. Right. Exactly. I, I he walks so back too. in with, he walks back in with a rose, like, and he's like awkward about it. He's like, yeah, so, um, this happened. Right. And they're all pissed. Yep. They're yep. so fucking pissed. And then who is it? I think it might've been easy. He's like, all right, no rules of engagement then I guess. And I'm like, yep. was yep. there ever any rules of engagement? Like you're all well, because for the same so, girl. Oh dude. One thing that we didn't mention earlier is, um, <laughs> when did, when did she, when did they have the thing where she was like, Oh, you guys would rather hang out with each other than me. And oh, they that were was all getting the awkward moment when she was talking. right. Right. Mm-hmm. So they were all getting along so well and just like chopping it up with each other. And I want to say one of the guys even said like, yeah, no, we were just having a good time, like chatting with each other. And, and all yes. that. We didn't know that it was time to like take you. Right. So then of course she's like, oh, if you guys would rather hang out with each other than me, then that's fine. Like whatever. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Cause they're like, br- they're like broing out. They're like boys. They're actually like. In, they're on good terms, which is really funny. Yeah, they're having fucking belly flop contests in the pool. Right. So then, so then the no rules of engagement um, comment, I feel like made a little bit more sense because these guys are actually like bros. Sure, I can I, I can buy that. I feel like you don't normally see that a whole lot. So yeah. did we skip the part yet where she pulled Dale aside and basically banged him? Nope. Just I was just that's the next thing in my notes. Oh, cool. <laughs> so yes, she pulls Dale aside. They have their conversation. She brings the fucking blindfold from their uh, physical touch, uh, yeah. uh, love language thing, and then they just start fucking making out hard fucking core. Yeah. Takes the fucking blindfold off and just keeps going at it. Yeah. So she's she's sold on him. I mean, th- this is going to be over very soon. She we know she's going to leave the the show before it's over. Yeah. Um. I actually know exactly when she's going to leave the show. It's like public knowledge, but we don't oh. have to get into it. Oh, we can get um, into it off air. Yeah. So, um, and so one thing, one thing about Dale that's funny is that 
it's so it's just so clear it's so blatant that she's like in love with this dude already basically mm -hmm. every single time they're interacting she is giving this dude the hardest fuck me eyes that i think i've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> like i don't think i've ever seen fuck me eyes to that degree before and it's anytime this guy is in sight especially if he's talking to her right god no, yeah, it's like she's all in on it, and we can right. just move along to the preview because nothing else have happened after that. But in the yep. preview, we see like a bunch of things get heated. Um, it looks like Yosef insults her because he was upset. We didn't mention this. He was upset about the guys having to strip and come back. He's like, he was really uh, upset about that. Not, not very classy. Blah blah blah. Yep. All this other stuff. Stay just classy, Claire. All all villainous shit that he could say. That guy's a douchebag. He is. I don't like him. No, nah, he's a douche. Yeah. Um, but so things get real heated and like he, you see him like walking off the lawn. He's obviously gotten sent home at this point or something. He's like, I, th I expected more from the oldest bachelorette and all this other shit. And then she's like crying. She's like, well, I got as far as I did cause I didn't settle for men like him or some shit mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, but then we also see in the preview, her and Dale just fucking all over the mansion. Not literally fucking, but they're like making out, doing stuff. She, It looks like at one point she sneaks into his room because he says, oh, the other guys aren't going to be happy about this. Yep. And uh, she sneaks into his room and all the guys in the preview, um, you can tell they, they're they noticing what's going on. They're not happy about it. They're all like, ba she's basically already chosen this guy. Yeah, and, and, and one of them makes a comment like, how can you be so sure so soon? Mm -hmm. um, and then you see clips of the guys sitting around talking about like so are they going to bring in a new bachelorette like right. what's going to happen obviously she's going to leave with dale yeah and um, at one point i feel like the guys are like all right we're we're just all going to walk out because they're probably like fed up with that right and then we also hear somebody say something about um having communication before the show happened which isn't right. allowed but the rumors say that dale and claire had been talking because, um, you know, they were about to start, then they had to stop. So during that stop, mm -hmm. when COVID was happening, um, apparently Dale and Claire were talking, and that's how she can be so sure so fast, because they were already in communication. That's what the rumors say. So is that actually not allowed? Because um, in the last season of The Bachelor with Pilot Pete, the girl he ended up with is one that he had met before the show. Yes, they met before the show, but they weren't communicating in that in-between time. So okay. you can know somebody and they can come in, but yeah. while, once they're I a think contestant, they, you can't talk. I think they just ran into each other like one night. Yeah, they they ran into each other one night at a wedding, fucked, and then that was that. Yep, yep. In a windmill, mm -hmm. four times. No, wait, that no, was, that was Hannah Brown. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so I my prediction, don't tell me if I'm right or wrong until we get off air, but my prediction is that we see... I want to say Claire is going to run off with Dale. They're going to leave us on a cliffhanger next episode, and then episode four is when she's actually going to leave, is is my guess. Um, you don't so get to I, guess because you know. I for, Okay, so they what I looked at, it didn't break it down in terms of like what episode it's going to be. Okay. Um, my prediction was basically that as well. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. We don't, we don't really have to get into it that much because I do – kind of know some things about this mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean it, it's public knowledge you could just look it up you can't just google it yeah but what i was mentioning earlier what made me like bennett a lot was the little after credit scene where easy comes in he's like i heard your room's a little different than ours 
and he's like, yes. oh, yeah, come in. This is like Chateau Benet. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, you got a fireplace? He's like, that's one of my mini fireplaces. And he's like, this is my kitchen. He's just giving him his tour. And he just, it seems really funny. And their yeah, interaction does. together. I was like, this is the show I want to see. Bennett and Easy just have their own spinoff yeah. show. Yeah. I mean, I really, I think one of the best things about this season is that the guys are boys. Like, they're they're cool with each other. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times it's like a little cattier little more competitive mm-hmm. um and i'm sure it i'm sure it would get that way if this mm-hmm. season was to continue um right. but i like how they're boys i mean they're <laughs> they're all on good terms they're all like they like each other for the most part yeah except i can't imagine anybody really likes yosef and I, no not at all and i wonder if that's because like usually in the mansion they're like eight guys in one room or some bullshit like that but here yeah. in this resort it looks like it's just two guys to a room so maybe that kind of like you're not as stressed because you're not in such a cramped place and like you're you have time to like bond as like with one specific guy maybe and then that guy has like made a connection with somebody else so like you just kind of become boys easier that's what i was thinking too like they they get their space which yeah. is kind of which is kind of new for this right um but what so what's the deal with bennett having a better place than everybody else <laughs> it's cuz he went to harvard i honestly don't know it didn't look like he is had harvard- a roommate either no, it didn't. It looked like he was just living it up in this like mini little mansion. Yeah. <laughs> he had his fucking martini glass while he was walking around giving the tour. Was he wearing a robe? Yes. A robe with some loafers. Yep. Yep. Classic. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty funny. Yeah, I enjoyed that. But we have our first question brought to you by Instagram because that's where the question came in from. Okay. Uh, listener, I won't say your last name, but Denise asks, well, she, she writes, Sheridan is making me message you. Who are your favorite bachelors slash bachelorettes? Clay, I'll let you start. First of all, who are these people sending in questions? And didn't you say you're not going to say their name and then you said their name? I said I wouldn't say their last name. Oh, cool. 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 Anyways, thanks for the question, guys. Um, we don't know who you are. You're obviously some randos, but you're contributing a lot here. Mm-hmm. Um, so favorite bachelor and bachelorette. Yep. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know that I have a favorite bachelor. I think most okay. of the bachelors, um, I mean, I, I saw the season with Ari, that guy sucked. Um, <laughs> the other guy, Juan Pablo or whatever his name was, that guy sucked too. Uh-huh. Um, and then we had pilot Pete, that guy sucked. I thought he was like the worst. <laughs> He was not equipped to deal with any of it. Um, and uh, who, who's the guy that always cries? I mentioned him Colton? last week. Yeah, Colton. Yeah, yeah. Colton was a good guy, but he sucked. So <laughs> so those are the bachelors that I've seen. Um, I guess I, if I had to choose, I would choose Colton. But when I heard that he was going to be the bachelor, I had already seen him on The Bachelorette, mm-hmm. Becca's season. And then I had seen him on Bachelor in Paradise and he had cried in both of those multiple times. And then they announced him as The Bachelor, and I just groaned. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I would choose him because I think he's, like, the best guy mm-hmm. um, just in general. And also, he was a, a football player for the Chargers. I want to say Bachelor at – I'm going to I'm gonna do a, a, a Dark Horse candidate here, and I'm going to pick Becca. Okay. Um, did you – have you watched these seasons? Actually, Becca's season – I missed somehow because I saw JoJo, okay. I saw Rachel, and I saw Hannah Brown, and obviously I'm watching Claire, but I missed Becca. Yeah, yeah I wasn't wasn't huge on Hannah B. 
but I liked Becca. I liked Becca. For the record, I also missed Ari because I saw Nick, I saw Colton, Pete. Mm-hmm. I just missed those two somehow. Anyway. Yeah. Ari at the end, he said he was in love with both of the girls mm-hmm. and he ended, I want to say he picked one and then went back on his choice and picked the other. Yes. Yeah. I, um, I've, I've, I've seen the like aftermath and stuff like that, but yeah, you're, yeah. you're right. D-bag. Um, yeah. Becca. Becca, seem, she seemed to have a good head on her shoulders. She seemed to kind of like have a good... A good sense of how to conduct herself and conduct this weird competition with all these men. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I liked her low key. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with her. I'm gonna go with her. I don't know that many people would pick her, but I'm gonna go with her. All right, solid. Yeah. Um, my choices. So I actually, I, I might be cheating, and I'll I'll make a second choice if if you if you say this is cheating because I haven't seen his season, but I've seen they bring him in enough. And he's like so well known. Ben Higgins. He's like he mm-hmm. seems like the nicest, most genuine guy. I didn't watch his show, or his season. So I, I didn't see his either. But I agree. I've seen enough of him, and he's always around talking to the other guys. And he yeah. seems like a really cool dude. So I would choose him if I had okay. to choose like a bachelor. If you're making me choose one of the bachelors that I watched, uh, I know Nick was a, a villain on his season, but I feel like his season of the bachelor was my favorite out of the ones we've gotten that i've watched okay so i'd I'd have to go with nick i think bachelorette i'm i think i'm gonna have to go with my girl rachel i really liked rachel jojo is a close second though but i I liked rachel i I did like jojo too um yeah rachel i like that she's a lawyer i like that she wasn't playing games like she's kind of like like claire's always like you know i'm 39 i'm not playing games but she still seems kind of like i don't know rachel seemed like she was like on it you know what i mean yeah like she she nipped shit in the bud she didn't play any games so that's that's why i liked becca like she was just on it Mm. i need to go back and watch that season yeah yeah i would say it's worthwhile everybody knows i don't like hannah brown yeah i don't i don't like hannah brown either too wishy-washy tried to go back after the fact to all her runner-ups yep and her third place yep. and her fourth place and i was like girl yep. stop yep yeah because i so, liked her um, at first i liked her when she was on um the bachelor i was like oh she's cool and then i heard she was a bachelor i was like oh awesome then afterwards i was like Ugh, nah yep yep same same yep but so yeah. uh so denise and sheridan whoever you are um you're single-handedly carrying our show on your backs with your question so thanks we have one more question. This is not bachelor related though. Oh wow. This question comes from Gary. So thank you Gary. How Gary, does one man. become a master of the culture verse? So that's that's a good question. It's a really good question. Um it's something you're not necessarily born into it. It's something you're chosen for. Mm-hmm. Um it's sort of like a I don't know, it's it's kind of like a destiny type thing. You know, you can't really, you can't really control it. It just kind of comes to you. Sure. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's basically like a cosmic force that like seeks you out. Sure. Do yeah. you think we could, we could have apprentices of the culture verse? Well, we're the ones wielding this cosmic force to force at this point. So, I mean, we can, we can do with it what we will. Hmm. I think our listeners can be our, the apprentices of the culture verse. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like so. that. I like that. Yeah. The apostles of the culture verse. <laughs> the ap- <laughs> that's a, that's a little much. Uh, just a tad, just a tad. A little much. 
<laughs> and on that note, uh, <laughs> um, we want to thank you guys for listening to us and watching us. Hi, YouTube. There's a peace sign and a wave. All right. So like I said, you can you can follow us on Instagram at masters.cultureverse. Shoot us an email, masters.cultureverse at gmail.com. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Give us five stars in a review. Let us know that you like us. Let us know what you want to see more of. Anything. Interact. You see, we just read questions from people. Ask us questions. Tell us anything. We'll give shout outs. We'll do whatever you want. Subscribe on YouTube, Masters of the Cultureverse. Just Google it or type it in the YouTube search bar. Sorry, it's late. Type it in that YouTube search bar. We'll be the first one that pops up. You know our logo. You know our logo. You know our logo. Just click on it. All right? Bye. Big